Hey you, what's happening at work? What's keeping you up at night? What's causing you frustration or depleting your wellness at work? Talk to me and with me. This is Joyce Odinison, your host with the What's Happening at Work show, where we create solutions to work, live, and play well. Join me now for next episode. Hey, 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 Joyce Edison here. So I am back and I wanted to just do a bit of a shout out to you. It's the spring is almost ended here in central Canada. As well, at least we are starting to get warm weather and we're looking forward to the summer as soon summer starts in, in uh, towards the end of June. And we look forward to that. But today I want to talk to you a little bit about uh, how to practice interdependence as a wellness competency at work. One of the things that we've been doing every month is identifying a wellness competency and then actually providing tips and strategies on how you can practice that in your workplace. And the reason why we do wellness competencies, because people tell us they have workplace wellness program and they have a culture of inclusiveness and well-being, but the behaviors that are practice at work is far from that. So it's very, very, very important for us to start thinking about what are the behaviors that promote psychological safety? What are the behaviors that promote good well-being that actually depicts a culture of wellness at work? So that is my baby. That's where I sit. And that's what I talk about. So if you're here at what's happening at work, this is what we talk about. What what are the behaviors you're seeing? When I look at the files on my desk, they're showing me that people are frazzled, people are stressed, people are just overwhelmed with everything that's going on at work. Everywhere I go, I am, <laughs> and it sounds like I'm busy going everywhere. I'm not, right? I'm in my office, but I get I serve organizations, so people call. I, you know, I'm I'm in meetings. I'm talking with them. They're asking for support and strategies. And when I ask why, I'm hearing the same thing. Oh, this person just left our workplace. Oh, this person got a better job. Oh, this person left. There are jobs out there galore. And if you want to keep your employees, if you really, really want people to stay working for you, you need to have a workplace that has behave that represents a culture of well-being. You can't be howling and shouting at people, barking at people, being demeaning your employees. It's just not right. So what is interdependence? Interdependence really is showing, it's that state of being dependent upon one each other. There is not a workplace that doesn't depict interdependence, yet we don't behave as if we are interdependent. We dismiss people. We exclude them. And I see that over and over again. And in my little business, I am actually working very hard to ensure that I am not doing that. And my team isn't doing that. And we're staying on top of things because it is so easy to get busy and overwhelmed and just say, oh, get things done. Why didn't you do this? And instead of just saying, I noticed this wasn't done. Can you tell me more? You know, when I look at the files that I'm going through, we're seeing people doing silly things. 
And some of it is because of stress or lack of good interpersonal skills. When you work in a workplace, especially when your work involves other people and engagement and interaction with others, it's absolutely important for you to stay on top your interpersonal skills, meaning that you need to practice good interpersonal skills, meaning you need to be respectful to each other. You need to be respectful of each other. Be inclusive. Refrain from excluding others as they may need information from you and interaction with you that is essential for their jobs. And so they're not able to do their work if you exclude them, if you don't copy them on the email or you don't share information with them. Value your employees. If you have a new hire, especially in a time where most people are starting the job and they're starting in a virtual atmosphere, they don't have that face-to-face interaction or interpersonal engagement in the workplace. It's what they see on Zoom, the email you write, how you listen, how you respond to their phone call. That's all they have to go on. And our brain is acutely aware of our safety and their, your, the brain is actually looking, is this a good person that I can trust at work? Is this a person that I can interact with? Is this somebody I can feel safe with? This is what your brain is doing when you're at work if you've never met that other person. So what I'm seeing is a lot of people who start in the remote era and they're struggling because they don't really know how to have good relationships. We were not designed to have remote relationships. We were designed to have face-to-face relationship. So in order for interdependence to work, we need to be even more particular, more focused and more aware of our behavior, our interaction, what we do, what we say to others, how we respond to them. We're seeing more bullying and harassment complaints. We're seeing more disrespectful behavior. We're asking for people are asking for more facilitated discussion. And it's just important for us to do that. Uh, just practice. Take your time. Practice in front of the mirror. Get a mirror and put it up by your desk, by your, your, your monitor. And look at your face when you're talking to people. If you're not smiling, crack a smile. Pay attention because you know what? That's all they have to go on. That's all they see. That's all they're knowing of you. They don't get to feel your energy and and engage with you except they have a lot of experience doing that and they have a way of you know training themselves to do that create a healthy work environment it's important to keep a healthy work environment in the physical sense as well as interpersonally that means telling people good things about themselves what they want to hear like uh, you know people are doing bizarre things It's very easy to break trust. And when you break that trust, it's hard to build it back. Accept diversity. People are diverse. We are created uniquely. And with various cultures and ethnicity and ancestry and and, uh, gender roles, these are all ways to teach us to learn and keep us learning about each other, keep us curious and keep us engaged. It's not meant for us to say, I don't want to be with that person. I don't want to engage with that person. Except the person is uncouth and uh, rude and disrespectful, you shouldn't be avoiding people at work. And if people are uncouth and disrespectful, you need to tell them to stop. 
They can be that's your right. So before you call me and say, Joyce, this is harassment, I will ask you, did you tell the person you didn't like the behavior and ask them to stop? That's your responsibility. You need to advocate for yourself. Part of that interdependence is you taking on your responsibility, the other person taking on their responsibility, and all of us working together to be responsible. It's critically important for us to do that. There's never been a more important time for organizations to practice social responsibility because one of the things that you people start to learn how they're interdependent is actually get them involved in volunteer projects like going to a soup kitchen, volunteering in a community center, getting them, you know, community garden, getting people out there to do things, to uh, put their join hands together. It's a great way to build your team, build your team morale, and to heighten that level of interdependence that is so important in a time like now. When people think that their work is silo and they don't need the other person, then there is more opportunity for them to exclude, for them to be um, exclusive, for them to be disrespectful, for them to ignore. It's so important to do that. Folks, we can eat the healthiest meal, we can work out, and we can come to work and be just as harassed and belittled and demeaned, and that will impact your health and well-being. It's not enough to just say you're going to eat well and you're going to drink water and work out. You have, you, we spend so many hours at work. We spend time with each other. We are in each other's presence. We work together. Our work, work is very important. What we do is essentially important to our lives. So that's why it's incredibly important for us to practice those social responsibility in your workplace, diversity, healthy work environment. I mean, clean your workspace, even even though you're at home and you may be working hybrid or remote and you are saying, well, nobody sees my workspace, clean it just for your own well-being. You'll be amazed at how light you feel, how free and how much happier you'll be at your work and how much easier it is for you to take what people say and for you to understand and for you to interact with your colleagues in a healthier way. It's incredibly important to clean up around you. It actually have a health and wellness benefit when you are in a clean environment. So clean up your desk, throw out old files or go take it at work and get it filed and practice mindfulness. This is one of the things that I talk about that's so important is being conscious, staying in the present, smelling the roses. These are statements that remind us to pause, to stop multitasking and enjoy the moment because that's all we have. Each moment is finite and will only last a short time. So that's why it's critical for us to take the time. Connecting with your environment through mindfulness is also a great wellness practice and a great way for you to stay in tune with what's happening with yourself and just stay healthy and well because that is the most important thing right now. When we see what's happening in our world, we're seeing that people are getting shot when they go to grocery, kids are being attacked at school, teachers, um, you know, are nervous at in their workplace, everybody, hospitals, our doctors are getting shot. Like, it's incredible. Like, what happens in um, 
in the news affects us. We watch it and it stresses us out. And all of us start thinking about our own safety and our own well-being. So that's also in the back of your mind. So don't forget that. The other thing I want you to do is to be generous, to encourage each other. If someone is rude and disrespectful, just ask them if this is what they intended to be. Just let them know, you know what, this doesn't feel good. Say What you just said to me was very unpleasant. It hurt my feelings. And uh, I hope that wasn't your intention. Sometimes you just have to be your brother's keeper and help that other person to behave well. We have to encourage each other to behave well. Otherwise, people are just walking around with lack of accountability and being mean to each other. And that's not necessary. It's not good. It creates a negative workforce. And I'm so tired of people calling me and telling me, we're down one more person. Somebody else leave. And, you know, we have more work to do. We're overwhelmed. We can't keep up. That is not healthy. And you can do something to make your workplace more attractive. And that's why I'm talking about interdependence. So throughout the month of June, we're going to talk and teach about interdependence. We're going to practice interdependence. We're going to do the things we need to do to maintain interdependence in the workplace because it is so essential. You can't do your work. You can run a successful business. You can't have a highly efficient team if you don't have interdependence. So go ahead, do that, practice it. It's important. Make it a part of your workplace. Make it a part of your culture and make it part of your own consciousness as an individual, as a professional and as a leader. Oh, for you leaders. Oh my goodness. I know your plate is full, but it's no excuse to mistreat your employees or behave badly. Just take a deep breath, take a breather, step out. Remember all of those people who work for you, the way you interacted, the way you come in, the way you talk to them have long lasting repercussions. So do that. They tell me how horrible their day is after you've, you've had one of your tantrum. Step in, think about the impact you're going to have because that's what critical. I am shouting out to you. Stay positive, stay well. Remember what you do have longer life than you expected. People remember things. People will, you know, be, either be a reference for good or for bad and let it be for good. This is what I'm wishing you today. Take care and stay well. This is Tristan Didison. And uh, so excited that you join us here for, uh, you know, this podcast, what's happening at work. And I look forward to seeing you again. Send a note. Let me know how this impacted you. What are you doing at work for interdependence? How are you celebrating interdependence? How are you practicing it? What are some things you're doing? Let me know. Shout out so I can share with my network. Take care and be well. Bye-bye. You've been listening to What's Happening at Work. This is Joyce Edison, your host, and I want to thank you for being with us. Thank our guest and our sponsors, Interpersonal Wellness Services, Inc., the Global Workplace Wellness Summit, and of course, the Wellness Competency Mindset Movement. And if you want to hear from us, learn more or get more episodes, join us at interpersonalwellness.com, where we help you to work, live, and play well. Bye now, and we'll see you for another episode.